Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee brothers. So uh, what would Reagan do? Legitimate real quick. If Reagan were here, what would he do? We're going to find out this hour. Raska's deputy assistant, who was with him all the time, James Rosebush, will join us. The NFL refuses to focus on football. <laughs> I mean, that was their job. They're out. They don't uh, focus like that anymore. And uh, YouTube blocks the Lee brothers. Suspended us. We cannot broadcast on YouTube anymore. Why? That is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio is the founding father's intent. That's why. I mean, if, if you're in the mold of Jefferson, Madison, Henry, YouTube says no. The Lee brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, friend and brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is Richard Lee. He's not here. He's still recovering, broken ribs, and still in the hospital. We covet your prayers as we look for a full recovery for Richard. And um, he'll, be, he'll be back here uh, next week. That's what he says to me. Phenomenal human being. Phenomenal human being. Miss Richard. And uh, he'll be back soon. All right, coming up in the program. Um, yeah, no YouTube. We've been, we've been rejected. YouTube uh, sent us a notice saying, uh, yeah, you're not trustworthy. And they're the arbiters of truth. Mm-hmm. So that's coming up. Um, one of the most courageous restaurants in Virginia of all time is going to be uh, with us. And the owner debunked pushback against all the COVID restrictions and then gave me the most incredible or did one of the most incredible things by putting 13 beers on a table after the Afghanistan. He's going to join us. It's going to be great. Talk about the abortion thing going on and how that impacts Virginia's politics. This will definitely be a dividing line. (laughs) I mean, if you think about it, there is a dividing line between those who are pro-life and those who are pro-choice. And the radicals are on the pro-life side. They're not. I mean, the radicals are on the pro-choice side. We'll talk about that. By the way, it's perfectly fine to, you know, my body, my choice, unless you're talking about the vaccination, then it's it's not your body. It's Terry McAuliffe's choice. But he gets all upset with Yunkin, who's running for governor here in Virginia as a Republican because he's pro-life. I can't wait to share that with you as we come through the program uh, in, in good detail. And then Chesterfield County Schools, and they, look, look, I don't know if we're going to get to all this. I don't have any idea. There's a lot. They have 63,000 students in Chesterfield County Schools, which, by the way, my daughter Reagan attends in the public schools in Chesterfield County. There were 200 COVID cases out of 63,000 students. What do you think the press did? Exactly. We'll talk about that coming up. All right. Got a notice after last week's show from YouTube. Went to the YouTube channel. Big block sign. You've been suspended. I don't know what, you know, when you think about that, you think, okay, what, how is it possible that YouTube even knows I exist? I mean, do they listen to the Lee brothers? Do they, are they a constant, do they have people who track us and look? I mean, and YouTube is concerned. Here's what they said um, when we dove into it. YouTube does not allow content that spreads medical misinformation that contradicts the World Health Organization or local health authorities or any other governments, or including methods to prevent, treat, or diagnose COVID-19. In other words, you've been shut down, Lee Brothers, because of medical misinformation. So let me, let me just start out by saying how sorry I am. And I'd like to, if you're listening, YouTube, I'd like to apologize for my ignorance 
and my lack of conformity to big tech and big government into the things they say. And if I was only part of the sheeple to just buy into everything and then come to the airwaves and do exactly what the mainstream media does every day, and that is regurgitate the talking points, think how much better our country would be with one idea, one principle that's perpetuated across all platforms, Facebook, YouTube. I mean, if you could have the government control all that thought, like China's doing, China's controlling all the thought. In fact, now China's saying if you're not masculine enough, you can't be on the air. So I'm sorry. YouTube, will you please, will you please put us back on? Will you please put the Lee brothers back on YouTube? I'm just, as a small serf and peasant, would you please just, I'll, I'll conform. Just let me conform to, to what you say. This complete garbage. So I appealed. I hit the appeal button, talked to Richard, said, well, how are we going to do it? Let's appeal. Okay, so we appealed, and they came back with us. Hi, Lee Brothers Radio. We've received your appeal for the following content. We reviewed your content carefully and confirmed your violations that it does indeed violate our medical information policy. We know this is probably disappointing news, but it's our job to make sure that YouTube is a safe place for all. Have you seen what's on YouTube? Safe place? We're the unsafe place? YouTube is a cesspool of crap most of the time. And now they're the arbiters of what is true and safe. Well, they say how this will affect your channel. Well, we won't be putting your content back up on YouTube. If your appeal was a warning, you'll be given another warning in the future. Not November 27th, I think, is when we get to return to YouTube. If we conform, this is um, a, a, a tyrannical reach between government and big tech, and it's just the beginning. It's not just obviously the Lee brothers. A little take of this. It's not. We're we're not the uh, the threat that YouTube should be attacking. But somebody listened. I always wonder who that is. Who, who is the little guy in the room somewhere going? I heard the Lee brothers. We got to block them. It's misinformation. So I went back and looked. What Richard wasn't here last week. It was, it was, I was by myself. So what did I say to get the Lee Brothers banned? Here's a clip of last week. I wonder if this was it. So what's the answer to this mask folly? This Chinese diaper we've been told to tie to our face and hide our humanity. <laughs> oh, Scott Lee, just wear it. It keeps people safe. Well, I, I reject that entirely. It doesn't keep people safe. It's a, it's a lie. I mean, we wear it because it's a show. It's, I mean, look around and when you see people wearing these things. That's, that's got to be it, right? That's the infraction. You said the masks don't work. That's misinformation. Of course, we know masks don't work based upon where, I'll give you an example, Chesterfield County Schools, 63,000 students wearing masks every day. 200 showed up with COVID. How can that be? They're in masks. Hawaii, one of the biggest outbreak areas, fully masked, fully locked down, one of the worst places to be, doesn't work. It's folly. What, you think that was it? Maybe it was something else. Let's, look at, let's listen to another one. Why would YouTube, first of all, who's listening to this show? Do you think anyone at YouTube listened to the entire context of this? Did someone send it to them? YouTube, listen. 
Lee Brothers said this. Here's another clip. You tell me if this is what YouTube got mad about. There's people dying, Scott. Yeah, there are people who die from COVID. What are we supposed to do? Inject things into our body that we object to, that we don't want? Hmm. And by the way, there are tremendous people I know dearly who have been, been vaccinated. I don't have a problem with the vaccination. If you want the vaccination, you should take the vaccination if you fear COVID. If you fear COVID, the vaccines are working for that purpose. Now, what is wrong with that? I don't understand why YouTube... By the way, I searched the whole show. I tried to find what YouTube would be upset about. They're not going to tell us. YouTube's not going to say, this is how you didn't conform to the government dictates. Or, I'm sorry, YouTube's big government uh, union, you didn't conform to what's being said. They They don't say that. They just say medical information. Why can't they tell us what this medical misinformation is? I, I'm, I went through all the clips, tried to find out. I'm endorsing, in fact, in fact, on the last show, and we'll play clips here, maybe I got another one, that says that I was essentially saying, go get the vaccination. And we've seen the vaccination work. It does help stop COVID. If you're worried about it, go get it. I talk, maybe this is the next clip. It's, okay, let's listen to this one. COVID isn't here because there's unvaccinated people. Oh, there there's is. no way you can vaccinate this thing away. Okay, that must be it, right? The Lee brothers believe you can't vaccinate away. Of course not. We got kids 1 to 12 who still get it. And the vaccinated is still passing. Misinformation, Scott. Misinformation. Just call on, someone call Facebook. Have them rip us down too. So YouTube has said this avenue is not appropriate for the Lee brothers. You don't agree with the World Health Organization. The World Is YouTube an American company? Are, are they, they care what America... You mean the World Health Organization is what we're concerned? If I disagree with the World Health Organization, they're going to block me? I bet I could pull up. A, in fact, I went this this last week and tried to find things on on YouTube that were disgusting. And they're all over the place. And, I, and, and the Lee brothers are a threat. YouTube blocks the Lee brothers, bans us until sometime in November. Medical misinformation. But there's more than that. A whole bunch more. Facebook, are they next? We'll ask Dan Gaynor, who's with Media Research uh, Corporation, who does a great research on this. He'll join us in 60 seconds. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. Mojo Five O. Live free. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use. This system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go 
Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all the reading. The Lee Brothers. YouTube blocks us. YouTube bans the Lee Brothers this week and uh, kicked us off their platform. Medical misinformation, they say. Okay. When it's love, baby. Crank that up. All right, so um, what's next, right? If YouTube found out about us, <laughs> they discovered the Lee Brothers and we got the uh, kicked off their platform this week. What about Facebook? I mean, we're broadcasting live through our Facebook platform now. Are they going to come get us? Uh, Facebook actually has a new policy this, that uh, they're going to stop posting political on their news feed. What is happening over at Facebook? Join us to talk about that and what the Lee brothers should do about getting kicked off YouTube. Dan Gaynor is vice president of Media Research Center's Free Speech America. Hey, Dan. Well, thank you for having me on, and certainly I feel your pain because uh, you know we hear it all the time, and that's why that's why we launched Free Speech America. That's why we organized a, an alliance of conservative organizations to fight back against big tech censorship. Because I mean, they're they're now crazy, not just in politics; they're just crazy. So <laughs> if the, if you disagree, if you disagree with them, it doesn't even matter whether you're right or wrong. You get fact checked. You get restricted. Uh, it's it's utter insanity. One of the one of the uh, gold star uh, parents the other day got kicked off Facebook and Instagram. Uh, oh, and then they backed off when they realized who they had shut down. But you know that this is a this is a constant. It's you know four hundred steps forward, one step back for the the censors. You know, okay, occasionally they get caught, but by and large they get away with it. So there's, there's so many questions I have for you because you're intimately involved in this, and I want to ask you about what Facebook's doing to change theirs too. But before that, I, 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 do you know of anyone on the left, on the progressive side, that's ever been removed from the big tech platforms? I know of one. The, the only organization, even uh, Sundar Pichai, the CEO of Google, admitted that they had, they had um, harmed the World Socialist website. And I'll be honest, I, as somebody who spends most of their time reading the left, I kind of agree with them. It, it, it used to be influential, and it just simply disappeared. I, what I would argue is that these websites, uh, the social media platforms, get rid of what they consider to be controversial, what they consider to be outliers. So you have to go all the way to the World Socialist website on the left before they consider you an outlier. <laughs> but on the right, it's pretty much everything. And so that's what you imagine if they're trimming a tree and on one side, oh, we'll get this branch. The other side, they just take a chainsaw, everything goes. That's the way they look at it. Well, what's amazing and is what I they allow. Yeah, what's amazing is what they allow, Dan. I mean, I, the Lee brothers spreading misinformation, little old me, Scott Lee sitting over here spreading medical, medical information, medical disinformation. I went on YouTube and looked the other day, the amount of trash, filth, nasty, lies, contempt, uh, horrible stuff on YouTube. They're not stopping that. Well, of course not, because they agree with a lot of it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and what's interesting is you can, if you criticize the World Health Organization's handling of COVID, if you and I do it, well, then 
we get suspended or banned. Alex Berenson used to work for the New York Times, criticized, you know, criticized COVID stuff, and of course got banned from Twitter. Now, his previous organization, the New York Times, wrote a piece, I think at the end of 2020, uh, about the World Health Organization. And it turns out one of their policies is you know, open borders in the middle of a pandemic, which sounds inherently insane. Okay. I mean, you right. know, but, oh, well, there must be the science for that. No, it turns out, even according to the New York Times, there's no science at all. It's simply with lefty dogma. So New York Times wrote that. They bashed the World Health Organization. Oh, there's nothing wrong when they do it. So, so I mean, it's, it's, they've gained the system because they've totally created the system. And then they built uh, infrastructure in there to stick it to conservatives all along the way. Well, I think I think we're talking about Dan Gaynor. He's the vice president of the Media Research Center. So I think my concern is, uh, greatly, is this alliance that I seem to see between big government and big tech against freedom and liberty. Yeah, it's not you seem to see. It's there. <laughs> uh, you know, when, the, when the president of the United States calls out social media and says you guys need to restrict content more, when the Surgeon General and the White House Press Secretary come out and say, yes, they're working on this, and then immediately the you know, social media companies move on it. Facebook, they, they named, oh, the 12, 12 uh, big super spreaders of, big inf- of misinformation about COVID, and the next thing you know, they take action against them. You know, that's, this is not coincidental. This is very scary. And if you want to be scared, take a look around at these so-called civilized nations in the world. New Zealand, Australia, Canada, UK, Germany, France. Every single one of them has become, you know, like some sort of crazy social media and right. regular dystopia. And I'm to the point where yeah. they, want to, they want to ban free speech in those countries simply because of COVID. So, Dan. Um, help me, because as a uh, conservative, constitutional, limited government, uh, free markets, free people guy, how, and how I'm struggling with what we do with YouTube and Facebook. Do we treat them like utilities? Uh, do, what, what's the answer to this uh, stifling of free speech? Well, I mean, the, fir- the first thing is we have to acknowledge that you know, government does get involved on some level. Because government got involved in the front end. Government created a safe harbor for these companies to exist. And God bless it, it created the internet. It created a situation where these companies, if they run your content and mine, and you and I libel one another, they don't get sued. So that's wonderful, and that's why they all are now trillion-dollar companies. But the result is we help create monopolies. Facebook, you know, it's got nearly 3 billion followers around the world. That's more than India and China have population. Right. They're the two biggest countries in the world. Google, 92% of world search, world search. Is Google, and oh, by the way, they also own YouTube. Facebook owns its number one competitor, Instagram, and so on and so forth. I mean, so, and we saw Amazon and Apple shut down Parler. Uh, Amazon's announced they're going to restrict more content. Facebook has announced they're going to they're limit more and more political content, which means, of course, more conservative content, not content that comes from like the Washington Post or CNN. Yeah, that's it's a problem. I mean, and I, I don't know what the you know, the Lee brothers are new to this. We've never been <clears throat> shut down by anybody, but except we've been fired from some local radio stations. But that's a different story. <laughs> we're, well, I guess we're allowed to get fired. But when YouTube blocks us, I mean, what what do you suggest people do in this case? I We appeal, but they're, well, they're so big, you can't do anything. Well, I mean, first of all, you have to go. Through, what a lot of conservatives don't don't do is they don't appeal. 
So the first thing you do appeal. Next thing you do, reach out to us. Uh, you should go to the website censortrack.org and send us the information. We write about it. We uh, we had a case um, you know, literally just I think yesterday where we wrote about it and oh suddenly getting attention they they back off. That happens pretty often where where these where when they get negative attention they reassess. You know, but when you don't give them any attention, you don't give them any pushback. They don't reassess. Okay. So that would be the next thing. You could also, in your case, you could actually just email me directly. Um, you know, and we'll t- we'll write it up. And okay. and then we encourage everybody listening right now. If you get censored, send us the images. Tell us about it. We may not be able to write about everything. We've got right now more than twenty seven hundred examples on censortrack.org. And that's because the media keeps saying these examples don't exist. It's, it's all a lie. The conservatives get censored. So these are big name people, big accounts, and it's big proof because social media is different than regular media. In regular media, we all experience the same thing. Everybody listening to your program, here's the same program. On social media, no two people experience the same thing. So we can't, it's harder to prove bias. Because they don't show us the algorithm. They don't show the computer programs right. that decide what you and I get to see. Right. Dan, thank you. I will email you. And I'm actually quite hurt that YouTube affected me like this. I apologize to him. But no. I'll, uh, I'll email you right away. And uh, we appreciate your time. Great organization. Uh, Media Research Center. Thanks, Dan. Good talking to you. Thanks. Look forward to talking to you again. You bet. That is Dan Gaynor. He is the Vice President of Media Research Center. More Lee Brothers in 60 seconds. LeeBrothers.com to LeeBrothers.com. The Radio Revolution. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee Brothers. Conformal, they'll get you. Conform, or they'll get newsbusters.org, by the way, is part of MRC. You can go there and check them out. I, I do that often. Great organization. Thanks to Dan Gaynor for joining us. Give him some, shed some light on this. And yes... Yes, we will be reaching out for them to them for help on this. If you don't conform and comply, they will attack you, including the Virginia Beach mayor, Bobby Dyer. Bobby Dyer is um, the mayor in Virginia Beach. You know what he said? Where's YouTube on this one? That's because that, they don't need it because they have local media. 
Bobby Dyer uh, of Virginia Beach said masks don't work. Here's a clip of it. Investigative reporter Evan Watson talked to Mayor Dyer today and asked him to prove his claim. Investigative reporter, hey, we don't need YouTube to demand him. What we have is our own investigative reporter. You mean someone disagrees with the CDC? Go get him! Send me an investigative reporter, I will go get him! And what happens is when you come out and have a contrary opinion, you're kind of demonized. No Virginia kidding. Beach Mayor Bobby Dyer says masks don't offer much protection, citing decades of experience as a physical therapist with training in infection control. We got to do what works. Mayor Dyer sent 13 News Now articles and links to studies to support his claims. Because he had to. Because if you say something against that main thought, we're going to come get you. Send us an up. Give us your proof. No one says proof that masks work. No one ever says, give us the proof for that. Oh, the CDC said it. Oh, well, then you can't have a different opinion. I'm sorry, Virginia Beach Mayor. We're going to have to destroy you. You have a different point of view. Is this not insane what's happening? It's not just YouTube and Facebook. It's actually your local stations. It's NBC, CBS, and now it's banks. If you disagree... In the culture, on mainstream thought, banks will cancel you. Ask Michael Flynn, who got a notice from his bank saying, uh, hey, this credit card system that you're using, yeah, we don't, we don't want you to use our credit card. What? What is going on in our culture? All right, coming up, what would Ronald Reagan do? What would Ronald Reagan do in this culture in our time, Afghanistan and others? Let's ask his deputy assistant who was with him in the whole time. I've been wanting this one to find out what Reagan do. That is next. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo 5 Mojo5o.com We built this city We built this city on rock and roll we built this city Maybe Reagan built the city. Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, friend and brother, sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is uh, is Richard Lee, and he is uh, recovering from a nasty fall a week ago and still in the hospital, so we covet your prayers for Richard, and you can drop him an email at richard at theleebrothers.com, richard at theleebrothers.com. Dot com. Speaking of dot com, check us out, theleebrothers.com. There we got some great videos for you. One is a great Eric Clapton song. I've always been a Clapton fan, especially now that he's singing about the COVID chaos. Actually, a pretty good song. I think you'll find it encouraging. And, of course, the details of YouTube blocking us, kicking us off their platform. Oh, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. I think it's safe to say the world is uh, upside down. There seems to be a lack of leadership. It's frustrating. You look at it and you go, what happened to the leaders of America? They, they don't put America first anymore. They, they essentially trash the country everywhere. Obama went on the apology tour. Biden is the same way. 
uh, you look at the leaders and you think, man, there's no one who, one, would even think about looking at the Constitution upholding it. And secondly, there's no one of impeccable character that we can even trust anymore. So I picked up this book by a friend of mine called True Reagan. And I got to tell you, I'm, I'm holding it up. You can see it on Facebook because you two banned us. Uh, True Reagan, written by James Rosebush, who is the deputy assistant to the president, which means he was beside him all the time in the car riding with him. I'm sure um, in, in other ways was able to get a different side of this president. The book lays it out beautifully. In fact, uh, after reading the book, I've been recommending it to everybody because I think it is a beacon of hope uh, to look back and see what kind of leader this man was, not just publicly, but privately. Joining me to discuss that, in fact, the author, friend of mine, James Rosebush. Hey, James. Hey, great to be with you, Scott. Always uh, good to hear your voice, my friend. Uh, I'm so excited about this book. I wanted to have you on multiple times on the show um, because I think we need another Ronald Reagan. And in today's culture, do you, you even see one? Scott, you think we need another Ronald Reagan? <laughs> I think we need Ronald Reagans all over the place. Yeah, we, we need them in as office holders all throughout our country. We need people who put their love of country and love of Americans first. And that's what Ronald Reagan did. His, he, you know, he was an evangelist for freedom. He didn't, he didn't want just Americans to uh, protect their freedom and enjoy their constitutional given rights. He wanted people all around the world. He fought everywhere he went for people's freedom. And he knew that if you were free, then you could exercise your rights. You could worship God. You could hold your government in check. You know, he believed that the government was our servant, not our master. And, you know, I, I look at all of this. Have you thought about this? All of the $85 billion worth of war material that we just left on the ground in Afghanistan. By the way, let me ask you a question, Scott. Who paid for that? Who you, paid for that? You and me, sir. I mean, I have, to, I have to tell you, one of the most offensive things to me is when the, the, the U.S. Congress will say, well, uh, the U.S. government, yes, okay, well, we left uh, 85 planes and uh, 450 Humvees and so forth. No, no, no. The U.S. government didn't leave that. The U.S. taxpayer did. The U.S. taxpayer, where, where is the accountability for that? I mean, that's just one aspect of this complete disaster leading us back into the darkness of terrorism because you see China and, uh, the, and Russia just and not to mention Pakistan, it just got gleeful about their extreme opportunity to perpetrate more crime on the rest of the world because we abandoned Afghanistan. You had a relationship that with Ronald Reagan that very few people had. You were in the limo with him on the way to places. You actually were able to even pick out a suit for him uh, out of his own wardrobe because he needed that help. When you when you start to look at the leaders today and compare Reagan, I, I, are you? When, it must drive you more crazy than even me to look at this and go, "God, we need we need Reagan like." Was was that was his impact on you that powerful to look at the country differently? Well, you know, this is an interesting story. So I had to figure him out. So you, you had to realize when I went in in 1981, I was I was asked to join the White House staff. I I didn't come from the film industry. I didn't come from California. I had not worked in the Reagan campaign. I supported, I voted for him, of course, but I, I was just a business guy. You know, I was out there doing my job 
uh, I, I had a cool job I was happy with. And as a matter of fact, it, the first time they invited me to come in the, in the Reagan White House, I said, well, thank you very much. I'm honored. But no, I really like my job. I think I'll stay there. <laughs> and I'll tell you, Scott, I slept on it. I mean, it was, it's probably the best sleep I ever had. I slept on it. I woke up the next morning and I said, what did I just turn down? And so I, I called them back and I said, hey, is that job still available? And so when I got there, though, listen, I had to figure him out. This is not a man who went around uh, talking about his uh, talking about himself. Uh, he, he didn't really disclose much of what was going on inside until one day he and I were alone in the back going in a motorcade going somewhere in the back of the presidential limousine uh that that was the first by the way uh motorcade ride and by the way they don't tell you secret service by the way doesn't protect you they're there to protect the president <laughs> okay. and i'm like what you know what which door do i go in you know think about it for a minute you're going out to your first motorcade in early 1981 right and you're you're going alone with the president and I'm like, okay, which door do I get in? Do I get in the driver's side? You know, what? it was crazy, right? And Reagan is just, you know, very, very confident guy. It's like he wore cowboy boots all the time, but he didn't. You know, very highly shined, polished shoes and everything like that. So That's I thought, awesome. I'm just going to follow him. And whatever door he gets in, I'll go around and get in the other side. <laughs> it's crazy, right? <laughs> but... Uh, so we're, we're sitting there, and there was a there was a delay in the motorcade. Thank, thank heavens for me. There was a there was a delay. Uh, I don't know whether there was this kind of traffic problem or what it was. Anyway, you know, in any motorcade, by the way, you know that there are uh, I, I think it's like twenty three cars in in a motorcade. One includes the death watch, which is not a great sounding car that you want to be in, right? So that's the media always has to be there. But you got follow-ups, you got motorcycles, you know, it's, it's quite an experience to go through. Anyway, I'm sitting in the back of the car and I thought, I, you know, what, what do I do? I, I better brief him about this speech he's going to give, right? And so I started that. He said, no, no, Jim, I, I don't want to talk about that. Okay, okay. Oh, Mr. President, what, what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about the impact that my mother had on my life. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. 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 What does that mean? I, I listen, I, I, I knew nothing. I knew nothing. So this gentleman starts unfolding to me the source of his values, where he came from, why he got to this place. Now, now I'm not talking about his series of jobs. I'm talking about his values. How is it that he came to believe so much in America, the ideal? How is it that he came so much to be dedicated to the American people? How is it that he believed in a life of sacrifice? How is it that he had all of these qualities to be uh, accorded by any poll today, puts him in the top five of all U.S. presidents yep. in American history? And I'm sitting next to him alone in the back of this motorcade, Crazy. of this big you know, limousine, right? And, and so uh, and he's unfolding his life story to me from get this now from the inside out he's not saying well then you know i was a you know i was i was a broadcaster for the cubs you know and then i went blah. no no he is telling me from the inside out now he rarely talked like that i think maybe just because i was particularly curious about it i wanted to figure right. him out a lot of people had not figured him out because as a son of an alcoholic he was very not disposed to talking about himself, right? 
So he he was just and they, you know they say about they said about Reagan. Well, he didn't have any friends or he did you know he was not a buddy buddy kind of guy. He didn't have sure yeah of course he had friends more admirers I think than friends. But it was difficult for him to establish relationships like that because of his background. But he told me about this book that his mother gave him where there was this, there was a kid who had an alcoholic father, but he got on top of it and he ended up going to Washington as a senator. Reagan read that book 14 times and brought it to the Oval Office. He had it on a shelf in the Oval Office. That book was so important to him. So he mirrored this, this guy, he mirrored this guy who found values more important and more compelling than his inhibitions, his own personal problems that he had as a result of, you know, having this deadbeat father. You know, that was the beginning of his explaining his life to me from the inside out. Go ahead. I'm, I'm so impressed. I loved Reagan before the book, True Reagan. And when I read the book, True Reagan, I loved him even more. And then when we started talking about your book and your experience, you told me a story I want you to share with our audience in the closing minute here. The, uh, his radio addresses that he did, and what was he doing before the radio addresses that confused the press? Well, you, you might be thinking of his, uh, when he gave, what was it, his uh, goodbye? I think it was, it was his last, uh, I was in the Oval Office for his last, uh, speech when he was saying goodbye to the American people. And uh, so uh, there was another another person in there and they were like, what, they looked over at Reagan and he, he was like slumped down in his chair. And uh, so someone said to the producer, is he okay? Is he okay? I mean, did he pass out or, you know, what? And she said, oh, no, no, no. That That's what he does before every speech. What is that? Praying. That's it. Praying. Praying. That's Praying. exactly And you know what I always say? You know what I always say, Scott? When he, he ended every radio address, every speech, you know, any, any time that he, and he did more, by the way, he did more uh, talks to the American people from the Oval Office than any other president except Nixon. And when he ended his speech, he always said, God bless America. Now, you know, there, there are other presidents that have said, God bless America. I don't take it away from them. But there was something about the way he said it. Right. That you knew he, he meant, meant he meant it. That he wanted God to bless America. That's awesome. That's the distinction with Ronald Reagan. You know, Lee Brothers show has been on the air eighteen years, and ever since then, we always ended our show with this. And I just want to play it for you, my friends. We did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer, and we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America. James Rose Bush, thanks for joining us. Great American, phenomenal book, True Reagan. I hope everybody will go get it. Good to talk to you, sir. Great to be with you. Good. That's uh, James Rose Bush, a truly, as Richard would say, a truly great American. All right, uh, the book is True Reagan, and uh, you need to go check it out, and you will be amazed about his leadership and who he was. All right, coming up, uh, we've got to talk about the NFL. I mean, what happened to these people? It used to be about football. Now it's about something radically different. The LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Standing against intolerable acts, Mojo 5 
Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Just like Batman and Robin, your conservative, dynamic duo. Just no costumes and no utility belts normally. The Lee Brothers. Oh, I miss that guy. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I miss James Rosebush, too. I mean, I, if I could spend, like, days with that guy, just get... And I get a chance to. He's a friend of mine, so I, I enjoy talking with him greatly. But I'm talking about Reagan. I mean, it, imagine the opportunity to sit with Reagan like that and learn so much about a man that, in, in my opinion, changed the course of, of not American history, but even the world history. The guy was impactful in ways that we don't even comprehend today. Most people, you know, think about how old, how long ago the 80s were. And most people don't know what happened last week or even care about historical events. We talk about that on our show a lot, about what the framers meant and what the Federalist Papers mean and why it matters. People, ah, Second Amendment's outdated. Don't need the First Amendment, apparently. YouTube doesn't believe so. So you get that book, True Reagan by James Rosebush. I think you'll find it. Uh, in fact, it'll blow your mind. It's, it's that good. I, uh, I don't always like politics. Oh, come on. No, I, I'm serious. I don't always want to talk about politics. There's plenty of other things. I'm a, I love books, and I love movies. Love to talk about that. I love sports. I think sports has been one of the great escapes and entertainment uh, since, it's, uh, since the beginning. I mean, the fact that you go and cheer for a team, um, rally behind any sporting event, big, big sporting events are fun. You get people around, food, drinks. It's great. And it's fun to even talk about sports and what's happened in sports. But when sports and politics collide, it becomes radically annoying. And the reason it does is because that's not what I want when I watch the NFL or anyone else. No one goes to watch a sporting event and hopes you can mix politics and sports. <laughs> There's a reason why sports exist, and it has nothing to do with politics. Zero. It has nothing to do with culture. Zero. Nobody goes to a sporting event or watches it on TV and hopes they can talk about abortion or uh, some type of other issue in the country. It doesn't even matter if it's political or not. They don't care. In fact, most people say, this is my team I want to cheer for, and the person who's cheering beside me for the same team, I don't care what their political views are. We're cheering for the Kansas City Chiefs. 
We're cheering for whoever it is, the Washington Redskins. That would get me kicked out. That might even get me banned from YouTube. Well, we're already banned from YouTube. Might get me banned from Facebook if I say Redskins. This isn't what it's about. And anyone who uh, who watches sports knows this. Anyone who's involved in sports knows this. Unless you happen to run the uh, NFL. Unless you're the NFL Senior Vice President of Social Responsibility. Yes, there's someone who works for the NFL who's a Senior Vice President of Social Responsibility. I didn't even know that was a necessary job in the NFL. Not that, you know, you'd think there'd be the Senior Vice President of like winning, the Senior Vice President of coaches, the Senior Vice President of marketing. There's a Senior Vice President of Social Responsibility. Of course, according to this person... Anna Isaacson is her name. We are committed to inspire change and the social justice work that inspires change for the long term, she said. That's funny. I thought the NFL was about football. I thought it was about winning. I didn't realize this turned into a social event, a, a, a one that inspires change for the long term. Social justice, mind you. Wow. The football's really changed. Is there any chance we can get in a big circle and sing Kumbaya and hold hands? I mean, what happened to getting the biggest, nastiest guy to run through that guy and to get the the touchdown, get the ball in the end zone? As long as it's socially acceptable. The NFL is all in it again this year. They're on it. We're committed to this change, she says. There's six messages players can choose from the to be part of a helmet decal. Six messages. End racism, stop hate. It takes all of us. Black Lives Matter, inspire change, and say their stories. So now we have to be exposed to this again because of some social justice agenda by the stupid left. Do they, when any organization, any company that sells a product is focused on their customer, how do we reach our customer? The NFL doesn't care about their customer because their customer doesn't care about this crap. And even if they cared about it, they don't want to care about it watching football. And even if you care about social justice stuff, the last place you want to see it is when you go watch a football game. It's like the last place I want to see politics is when I watch sports. I'm all into politics. I read all this stuff and the culture, the thing, you know, the whole stuff the Lee brothers do. Yeah. We're into it, but I don't want to be into it when I'm watching football. That's my escape from it. You notice how tone deaf the NFL is on this? Not about winning football games. It's not about getting to their audience. It's not about marketing to get more watchers. It's about social justice, but they they even miss what has happened in the last two weeks. Why wouldn't they say 13 Soldiers, American patriots died for the cause of the country. If you want to rally around something, how about an American flag at the end zone? How about you can put on your helmet, tell their stories? How about that? How about on the back of the helmet, we can have the names of those men who did something extremely courageous, who signed up to defend their country and work for you, you stupid social justice warrior, in the NFL. Yeah, they did that for you. Instead, you want to put this crap on the back of helmets 
and to say the stories of people who fought the police, who were lawbreakers, who weren't good people. Why wouldn't the NFL said, I'll tell you what, our audience is probably pretty pro-America. They pro- And if you're not, who cares? Uh, we just lost 13 soldiers. How about we put their names on the back of helmets? Doesn't that make sense? It makes you just want to throw up and, quite frankly, never watch another NFL game again. And I might just do that. I'll, I'll pump my own little YouTube thing. I'm banning the NFL. They're out. LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. The Radio Revolution. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization. Rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee Brothers. When you lose the NFL, you lose America. (laughs) It's just so disgusting. I mean, why don't we just, what happened to the men in the NFL? No longer. We've been wussified. Girlyfied. Bunch of wimps, soft wimps. We really do nothing at all. But uh, now we're in the social justice world. China, on the other hand, China has said, we will no longer allow non-masculine men to appear on our TV stations. If you're a girly man, you're out. The China goes around and goes, let's see, uh, lift these weights. Yeah, you can't do that. You're out. Their goal, or they're, they're, apparently their design, is to vigorously promote excellent Chinese traditional culture, revolutionary culture, and advanced social culture. But no girly men, they say. You're out. They're concerned, apparently, the Chinese pop stars are influenced by these girlish look of South Korean and Japanese singers and are failing to encourage China's men to be masculine enough. So China said, that's it. We want masculine men. I wonder if their military is woke enough to understand that, you know, there's white supremacy and all that kind of stuff going on. They're also, by the way, didn't just stop at that. we got to have masculine men. They also have other rules. Starting Friday, minors will be limited to three hours of online gaming per week. <laughs> How many people are in China? A billion? How are they going to police that? I mean, they're a police state. But how in the world are they going to know you spent three hours online gaming? And unfortunately, this will probably give some on the left in our country some ideas. We can control people like this? Except they're not going to want masculine men. They're going to want girly men. You know, men that can be pregnant and have babies. That's what the left wants. And if the, if the government here had control like that, we would have the biggest feminist men you've ever seen. No more masculine men. Look what we've done to the NFL already. China's saying we want manly men. We want to show that way. And they want to limit online gaming. Man, I wish China could be blocked because it gives the radical progressive left ideas in our country. 
oh, we can have that kind of control. Man, we can control gaming and we can control uh, all that kind of stuff. They already do. And it's scary as it is already. So how about that? Speaking of um, speaking of being uh, the uh, you know controlling things, the uh, debate about uh, YouTube and all that will continue that throughout the show. But also the um, abortion debate. Oh my gosh! I remember as a first started radio, Richard and I many years ago, program director said two things you never talk about: the Second Amendment and abortion. <laughs> Well, guess what we're talking about next? Abortion. Check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. The most courageous restaurant in Virginia. Yeah, this restaurant was courageous. It's called Gourmelts. We'll explain this hour. Unbelievable. Chesterfield County Schools have 63,000 kids and 200 have COVID. Yep, we need to freak out. We'll share that with you coming up. And how the Texas abortion law impacts Virginia politics. And about every other thing. It's unbelievable. That is next. Virginia Citizens. Yes, we are. An American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Thanks for joining us. We're the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Richard Lee is my co-host who is not here. You can see if you're watching us on Facebook. You can't watch us on YouTube because we've been kicked off the YouTube platform. Medical misinformation, they say. So we're off. We're off YouTube. We get to come back, I think, at some point. They're the benevolent dictators that run it will let us back in November, I think. Until that time, we're stuck on Facebook until they tell us to take a hike, and then we'll have to find something completely different. <laughs> Meanwhile, you can uh, check us out at mojo50.com, mojo50.com, the greatest accumulation of radio talent across the country, mojo50.com. Fortunate enough to be a part of that great radio network. And mojo50.com also find us. Lee Brothers, click on us, takes you directly there. Hey, coming up at the bottom of the hour, um, Matt Strickland's going to join us. Matt is the owner of Gourmelts. I've been wanting to have this guy on for a long time because of his um, unwillingness to capitulate and to uh, conform to some of the massive government regulations. And then he did something really unique and special I thought was great after the um, issues of Afghanistan. I'll share that with you coming up in about 25, 24 minutes. So don't go anywhere. It's going to be uh, a good time. Uh, let's see. It was probably, yeah, it was our first little contract that we signed to do radio. Small little radio station in uh, Richmond, Virginia, 990 WLEE. The Lee brothers came on right after Sean Hannity. And we thought that was the best thing ever. That was so cool. And uh, I think one of the first shows we did, I have a very foggy memory of this. Richard would probably be precise on it. We did it on guns, gun control, and Second Amendment. When that show ended, the owner of the radio station came in and said, look, you have 13-week contract. That's it. And then when that's over, I don't know what's going to happen. But right now, um, you just need to avoid two things. Well, okay. 
we don't know what we're doing. Sure, tell us. Uh, avoid the Second Amendment and gun issues and avoid abortion. They're too divisive. To which I said, well, can uh, yeah, approach the bench. Uh, isn't that the point? <laughs> I mean, wait a minute. If they're that divisive, shouldn't we debate that? Why would we run from things that are divisive? I mean, don't we want to debate them and engage them in conversation? He said, nope, you don't want to do that. You'll have none of it. So we learned that lesson. And ever since then, we've been talking about guns and the Second Amendment and abortion. <laughs> and by the way, both these things are critical. I mean, if you think about those two things, how important they are for life, for life. Yes, they're connected. And the Virginia Citizens Defense League, or vcdl.org, gives you great information about the Second Amendment, about protecting your right to protect yourself they're a great sponsor of the show. We love them to death. But isn't that amazing how these two topics, which are so divisive, deal with life? The Second Amendment is about your life. It's about protecting yourself, and you have a God-given right to do that. And, of course, the abortion issue is really interesting because I have always struggled with how this is controversial. I, 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 I mean, it comes back to the time when someone told me I was a conservative. I didn't know I was a conservative. I didn't know I was a conservative until someone put a label on me. I thought everyone loved the country. I thought tax cuts were great. I thought limited government was the best way to expand freedom. I found out there's a label for that. It's called conservatism. Oh, that's interesting. And abortion was the same way. You mean, we don't all think that there's a baby in the woman that should be protected? Of course we think that. Every single person that fogs a mirror would never walk up to a pregnant woman and go, Good luck. Mother's oh, stupid little whatever's inside you. No one does that. Every single person knows that a woman, when she's pregnant, will act different, will treat her body different, who gets treated differently by everyone because she's carrying another life. I, so the, the logical step from that is like, okay, so why wouldn't we protect the life? Somehow, just somehow, I don't know. I don't know how that happens. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what what the deal is with that. I, I really don't. So, you 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 will begin to wonder what what is going on when you have people who look at this issue and think it's just a choice. No one ever. No one ever has said it's not a baby until today. For some reason, it's controversial. So now we have uh, Texas who says, yes, it is controversial. Or um, no, it's, 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 we're going to protect life. And everyone goes crazy. And I mean, everyone goes crazy. Everyone goes crazy, including here in Virginia. Terry McAuliffe even had a press conference over the, uh, air, over the internet. I bet you YouTube carried it. Here's what Terry McAuliffe said. We've seen now in Texas these draconian laws into effect. So, so Texas says, hey, we kind of are going to go with how everyone else went with this idea of pregnancy. You know, it's a baby. So Texas says, if you can hear a heartbeat, can't we all agree that's life? Let's all agree with that. Apparently, Texas's legislatures did. They all said, yes, a heartbeat is a life. If it's not, then what is it? What is that thing we hear beating? What is that? Is that a hard or not? Uh, so, so anyway, we've turned this thing into 
as Terry McAuliffe says, a warning to all states in America that they could go that your right could go away if, like Texas, unless you elect individuals who will put a brick wall to protect women's individual rights. That's what this is about. You mean Texas attacked women's individual rights? Man, again, I missed that one. He goes on to say, so the stakes are clear. Glenn Youngkin has said he will go to the offense. He will not get squeamish on banning abortions. And here's how Terry McAuliffe ended this. And it's very interesting. I want you to hear this. Quote, I'll say this is so dangerous for women, for women's health, if this were ever to pass. It would put women's lives in danger. Unquote. Wow. It would put women's lives in danger? If you mean in Texas today, because they say you can't abort a baby after you hear the heartbeat six months into pregnancy, that that endangers women? We've really lost the ability to understand what is endangering women. I mean, surely a pregnancy doesn't endanger women, right? Does it? Does it? I mean, it seems... It seems interesting. So here's an ad that TMAC is running about this in Virginia against Yunkin. Terry McAuliffe, candidate for governor, and I sponsored this ad. I've been a doctor for 37 years, and I'm committed to giving my patients the best care possible. So I know what it means to Virginia women when Glenn Yunkin says he wants to ban abortion and defund Planned Parenthood. We need a governor who's focused on creating jobs and giving us good schools. Not someone who wants to do my job. Glenn Youngkin's far-right agenda is just wrong, and it would harm my patients. Glenn Youngkin's agenda is going to harm this doctor's patients. Are babies her patients? Hmm. Is that really what will happen if Glenn Youngkin gets in the office? These women will be attacked. Might I remind you that as difficult as the abortion issue is for those in a crisis pregnancy, um, there is a life involved here, and everyone knows it. And the way everyone knows it is very, very simple. When you talk to somebody who's pro-choice or wants abortions, just ask them if they could agree with you on one thing, that we should have less abortions. And I have never had anyone on the abortion argument side tell me, no, I want more. So they're going to say, no, I agree with you. We should have less. To which my reaction is always the same. Why? Why do we want less abortions? If there's nothing wrong with it, and it's not an issue, it's not a life, then why do we want less abortions? The answer is simple. Everyone knows this is a life. Are there real crisis pregnancies? You bet. There's places called crisis pregnancy centers for that. There are women who are struggling with a crisis. No one is denying it's a very difficult decision. We just want to err on the side of life. If you hear a heartbeat, it's a pretty good chance that's a baby that you would be stopping a beating heart. Coming up, who is the real radical here? Is it Glenn Youngkin who's the radical on pro-life? Or is it Ralph Northam and Terry McAuliffe? I'm going to remind you of something that Ralph Northam said in 2019, or is it 2018, that is disgusting and will make you say, these people are for infanticide. 
that and other examples of politicians here in Virginia and their reactions, which are radical, we'll share them with you in 60 seconds. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. Mojo 5 Live free. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all the reading. The Lee Brothers. Seems quite simple. Stopping a beating heart is stopping a life. Now, I understand the passion of those on the pro board side. It said... You know, having a baby's too hard, complicating a crisis, pregnancy must do something. But you have to acknowledge with us that this is pretty common sense, pretty in line morally with what we want as a country. That is to uphold life. This isn't an attack on women. It's the role of government to protect life. LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Check us out there. There's a couple of great videos there for your listening and watching pleasure. And then, of course, the details on why YouTube kicked us off their platform. And uh, apparently, I'm finding out that even YouTube just shut us off a few minutes ago, but I guess we're back, and uh, that's encouraging. All right, so let's compare and contrast the pro-abort side versus the pro-life side. Glenn Youngkin said he's a pro-life, non-apologetic for it. I do think he answered some of the questions he needs to be more aggressive about the pro-life position instead of, like, falling back and, oh, we're not going to do that. And, I mean, just come right out and say it. The General Assembly, which is the elected of the people, were to pass something that restricts abortion to make it safer for babies, of course I would sign that. I mean, why is that the radical position? Instead, Ralph Northam got away with the most radical position of all. That's a, tri- a third trimester abortion, which the Democrats tried to pass as soon as they took over the General Assembly and it was going to go to Ralph Northam's desk. He was asked about it on a radio station, and here's how he described a third trimester abortion if the baby were born. So in this particular example, uh, if a mother is in labor, I can tell you exactly uh, what would happen. Um, the infant would be delivered. Uh, the infant would be kept comfortable. Uh, the infant would be resuscitated if, if that's what the uh, mother and the family desired. And then a discussion would ensue between the physicians and the mothers. Now, I don't know what you call that. 
your baby's alive on the table and you start to have a conversation. Ah, did we kill this thing and we let it live? I would call that a radical position. I would contrast the Terry McAuliffe, Ralph Northam view of abortion as infanticide. Who thinks this way? What is wrong inside the heart and mind of a human being to say when the baby's laying there, let's ask the mother what we want to do with it? And if the mother says, kill it, we do? How can this be a debate? How is it possible that the abortion issue is debatable? I mean, I understand there's crisis pregnancies, but we can't even agree on a baby lying on the table, Ralph Northam, you you are a you're a monster. You're a monster. And for for us to classify as as T Mac has done on Yunkin to say he's the monster, that is crazy. So so Yunkin has a view of protecting life. Ralph Northam wants to decide if we should kill the baby on the table after a third trimester botched abortion. Don't lecture the, the, the pro-lifers on, on morality or women's rights. That's disgusting. Other politicians in Virginia chimed in here. All women should have a right to make their own reproductive health decisions, says Mark Warner. Oh, is that what this is? Reproductive decisions? So a beating heart can be stopped and call it reproductive decisions. The private market, it just doesn't work. <laughs> I forgot. That's who Mark Warner was. He's also the guy with meat and fish. Fresh fruits and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. Yeah, thank you. Reproductive rights for women. Donald McEachin, Congressman McEachin outside of Richmond, says, the Supreme Court's inaction on Texas abortion bans a direct threat to women's reproductive health. No, they can still reproduce. You believe what this is all about? Um, Congressman uh, Elaine Luria from um, down in the Tidewater area said, what's happening in Texas is frightening. That's how the pro-choice people look at it. It's frightening. Legislation enforcement of what women have the right to do with their bodies is wrong. Ooh, hang on a second. That's an interesting statement. Legislative enforcement of what women have the right to do with their bodies is wrong. Is it wrong? So if these women don't want to get the vaccination, does it mean they have the right to do with their body as they wish? Oh, no, that doesn't count. Inject them. Give them the needle. No, that's okay. We can force that. But to force a woman to protect the life of a baby is wrong. Women have a right to do with their bodies as they please. Really, that's not true. Democrats don't believe that. You don't, you don't have a right to a job without getting the vaccination. Terry McAuliffe, last week we talked about it on this show, is adamant that every single employer ought to force people to get vaccinations. And if he had it in his power, he would do it too. Interesting argument for it, isn't it? For the pro-aborts. Of course, here's Terry McAuliffe and what he said. These draconian measures are exactly what Glenn has in mind when he talks about going on the offense to ban abortion. Governors are our last line of defense to protect productive rights. Mm. That's right. Goes on to say, now the time's a fight like hell for reproductive rights in Virginia. We'll win the race, defeat anti-choice Glenn Youngkin. Uh, you're anti-choice, T-Mac. You're the anti-choicer. I if, if someone doesn't want to get the vaccination, you don't believe in choice. You believe in forced. So don't, don't lecture the people about choice. 
the on on uh, I think it was CNN. They brought out uh, the former, I think, senator from Texas or congressman Wendy Davis. Here's what she said is uh, about abortion and who it impacts the most. Listen to this. So this is a law that's going to hit, as is the case so many times, women who are lower income, women of color, and it's going to further and deepen the systemic racism and the impacts of so many systems in our state. Is this, is this woman for real? So Texas upholds life after six weeks. When you hear a heartbeat, we're going to protect life. And this woman thinks... It's a. It's going to enhance racism. I mean, is this how far the left has come now? What a stretch! And by the way, it's going to impact people of color more. How? You mean they're they want more abortions than white people? This is the most, how do people get away with these statements? Listen again to it. Women who are lower income. Oh. Women of color. Women of color? You got to say it like that. You got to say it with passion, like, because it really makes a difference. Of color. 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 And it's going to further and deepen the systemic racism. It deepens systemic racism. A, a, a pro life bill deepens systemic racism. Someone asked this woman, what does she mean? What in the name of Sam Hill do you mean by that? Because legislator says you can't kill a baby after six weeks, it's systematic racism? Systemic racism and the impacts of so many systems in our state. Wow. I think the left has overplayed their hand here just slightly. That's insane. I'm going to tell you, though, the election in Virginia will be not, will have nothing to do with abortion. It's not about that. In 60 seconds, I'll tell you what it's really about. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. Com. The Radio Revolution. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee brothers. And as much as the left wants to make this about abortion, this election in Virginia has nothing to do with it. Nope, it has nothing to do with the uh, the abortion issue. You know what this you know what this race in Virginia is going to be about? I'll tell you what it's going to be about. It's going to be about justice, law, and order and safety of your family. Terry McAuliffe fired the Virginia Parole Board. 
You know why? Because of this. But listen, I'm about getting people paroled. He wants to get people paroled. So he fired the Virginia board, stuck him with his own people, and they released David Allen Simpkins. Now, that was earlier this year. He had 56 previous convictions, 56 felonies over the years, including 14 instances of armed robbery. The Roanoke Times, other charges are more serious. Simpkins was found guilty of abduction with internet to defile and sentenced to 10 years in prison. He also found guilty of forced sodomy and sentenced to 60 years in prison. He should have been in jail until 2016, except Terry McCullough's parole board in 2019 voted to give Simpkins his another chance. They let him out. And what did he do when he got out? They did what he always does, armed robbery. And he went back to prison. That is Terry McAuliffe. This entire campaign will be about what Terry McAuliffe wants. But listen, I'm about getting people parole. He's about getting people parole. That's what's going on. Glenn Youngkin is running an ad to expose this. Tough year, but it helps when elected officials have our back. Terry McAuliffe doesn't. As Governor McAuliffe's handpicked parole board had one mission, cut them loose. Releasing violent criminals early, including cop killers. Murders went up 43% on his watch, and he made it easier for felons to get a gun. I'm Sheriff Parton. With decades of law enforcement experience, I know Virginia won't be safe with four more years of Terry McAuliffe. I'm Glenn Youngkin, candidate for governor, and I sponsored this ad. That's what this race is about. If I'm Glenn Youngkin, I'm screaming this from the mouth mountains. And I'll, I'll tell you what, this is exactly, D- Terry McAuliffe is responsible for the release of felons into our society and culture. He's all about, all about this, this radical idea of paroling bad guys and felons. I don't know why he's so hell bent on this, but he fired the parole board to get his way. But listen, I'm about getting people parole. That's what this race needs to be about. Forget abortion. These people are, most people are stuck in their ways on abortion. Nothing's going to change. But I'm telling you, this race is about law and order. And that's what it needs to be about. And about, quite frankly, COVID, shutting down the country, shutting down the economy of Virginia. That's what it's going to be about. Pay very close attention to all that. And I think you'll find that Yunkin will make come out on top here in November. Pray that way. Coming up, most courageous restaurant in Virginia. I can't wait to share this with you. It's going to be very, very good. Check us out, LeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. The most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo 5 Mojo50.com. Yep. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. And freedom and liberty. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left. Say Sometimes my far left is Richard Lee. Of course, Richard Lee is in the hospital recovering from that nasty fall a couple weeks ago. We covered your prayers 
for Richard. You can send him an email at richard at theleebrothers.com, richard at theleebrothers.com. Check us out at mojo50.com, the home of the just a, the best of radio talent, mojo50.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to our page. Great videos there, one of which is the um, public school teacher who suggests we had a pledge allegiance to the LGBT flag. That'll blow your mind and worth checking out. The LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. All right, so I've been following this company for a while, ever since COVID wreaked havoc in the Commonwealth. Northern shut down restaurants and bars, made people wear masks, and there was this restaurant called Gourmelt in Fredericksburg, Virginia, who stood up against them and uh, said, no, we're not doing that. And I was so blown away and impressed with this gentleman and his courage because I've always said the best defense against this thing is stop complying. I mean, if, if, if all of us just said, forget it, stick it in your ear, we're moving on, when are they going to arrest us all? They tried to sue this man to shut down his restaurant, and he won. And so I've been following him closely, and then the last week he posted on his Facebook page, which you should check out too, Gourmelts, 13 beers. It says reserved for the 13 fallen until Valhalla, the watch is ours. Now, I'm going to have him explain that to me because I'm not exactly sure what that means, but I'm so impressed. I've been wanting to talk to him for a long time. Matt Strickland is the owner of Gourmelts. Matt, can you hear me? I can hear you, buddy. Can you hear me? Yeah, gotcha. Great. Thank you. So, listen, I want to get you to speak uh, first about uh, what, this, what you reserved here at the table and, and the statement that you put forth, and then I want to ask you about COVID. So, obviously, these 13 men, that you're, you're a veteran. You served our country. Isn't that correct? Yes, sir. Sure did. So, tell me about this table. Yeah, I, um, I was in a uh, – yeah, well, I mean, I, uh, it, it's the saddest story that I've heard in a while. I mean, the 13 Marines in Kabul, and I spent about almost two years in in, uh, in Afghanistan myself. And um, so anybody that's ever spent 24 hours in Afghanistan knows that what went down um, shouldn't have went down. Everybody that's been there knows that there's no way the Afghan National Army um, can secure a country and keep anybody from running them over. I mean, a, a motorcycle gang here in the U.S. can go to Afghanistan and run over the uh, Afghan National Army. And that's just the that's the honest truth. So um, I just, it, it really hit me hard because, I mean, that's the biggest number of casualties we've had, you know, in, in over a decade in Afghanistan. And it was something that absolutely did not need to happen. I mean, those, those, uh, those, young, those young men and women, they should have um, made it home. It was absolutely 100% the president's fault, his administration. Um, I, just, I just, I didn't know what to do. So I wanted to do the least thing that I could do, which is put put a few beers out for the guys and uh, have all of the, all of the customers that were at Gourmet that day toast to them. I mean, I know it's not much, but I uh, just wanted to do something for them. What is uh, Valhalla? That's, uh, that's uh, in, in a nutshell, that's heaven for warriors. <laughs> it's, where, it's where everybody that um, that actually fights down here on Earth, that's where, it's where they where they uh, it's where they end up when they die so uh, it's just a it's kind of a thing that all of us combat arms guys everybody who's in the infantry special forces things like that that's it's kind of what we say to each other when somebody passes away you know we'll see you in Valhalla oh, that's awesome listen Matt that's that's I thought it was just a great picture I, and let me just speak about your restaurant real quick Gourmelts is a 
you have a, a really kind of a gourmet melt sandwich place, but what's cool about it is you've got a full bar there, a full service bar with TVs everywhere. I, I, I've eaten there before COVID. I ate there and absolutely loved the place. And when I found out that this was a place that was in fact standing for the cause of freedom and liberty, what you're doing here, and then what you did with COVID, I'm impressed with your operation. I'm sure you have people, Matt, coming from all over the country to support your business. Isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, when when I've been making this plan for a long time, so I'll give you a, a brief synopsis of what happened. Um, when uh, when COVID first hit, I I didn't know what it was about. Just like anybody else, I thought it was this virus that was going to kill half the world, like uh, the media was telling us. So I took it seriously and shut my restaurant down in March of 2020. But um, when the governor allowed dining once again, which was about June 2020, I started to to realize that a lot of these uh, mandates that he was putting into place was not about our safety at all. It was more about control. And at that point, I uh, it kind of pissed me off. And um, and I said, you know what? Other restaurants and other businesses are more than welcome to follow this blindly and not stand up for their customers' rights, but we're not doing that. So when I opened back up in June, I opened up all the way. I mean, I, nobody had to wear a mask if they didn't want to. If you wanted to wear one, you're more than welcome to wear it. I allowed my customers to sit at the bar if they felt comfortable enough to sit there. And um, and, and, uh, and the, the story didn't really come out until probably um, December. So I was operating that way for six months before the story even came out. And the reason it came out, not many people know this, is because, um, well, actually, I'm sorry, it was January. Um, Biden signed a uh, uh, one of his many executive orders in January, late January, to mandate OSHA to come out and uh, shut down every restaurant specifically that's not following the mandates. And that's when they visited me and uh, started threatening me. And um, and I basically, I told them, I said, hey, listen, why can't somebody sit at the bar, but I can pull a table up to the bar and they can sit there. Tell me how that makes any sense. <laughs> so they, they couldn't make, they couldn't make any, any of this make sense to me. So I finally, I said, hey, listen, man, it's obvious this is all about control and, um, and I'm not standing for it. And they said, well, we'll come back and suspend your health department license. I say, you do what you got to do. I'm going to do what I got to do, but um, you need to leave this property right now. And that's what they did. And they just kept threatening me, kept threatening me. And um, and I stood my ground because I know my rights. I know my constitutional rights. And eventually the state of Virginia, they tapped out. Uh, it's, it's the best story. It is, we need more people with your kind of courage to stop this mess. And if people, and I, I, the last hey, listen. go ahead. I tell everybody that all the time. I tell businesses, I tell just individuals, hey, listen, stand up to them. If you do and you show them you know they're right, they're not going to do anything. They can't do anything legally. They know that. They want to bully you into doing what they want you to do. And just like you said, when you when you, when you were introducing me, if all of us do it, there's absolutely nothing they can do about it. I'm the only restaurant here in Virginia that's doing it, and it made it tougher on me. Now, if every restaurant would do it with me, at least every restaurant that believes in what I'm doing, it would be so easy. There would there be nothing that they could do about it. But people are just they're so they're so afraid of the, the big bad government, and it shouldn't be like that. It should be the other way around. The government should be afraid of the big bad people because we're the ones that run this country. And uh, it's time to remind them of that. Well, Thomas Jefferson said. When the, when the people fear the government, it's called tyranny. And when the government fear, fears the people, it's called liberty. And that is exactly the, I mean, we're on the other side of that right now. We are fearing the government. 
And it's yep. people like you, Matt Strickland, who have made a statement that I found so amazing. And I've been telling everyone about your restaurant to go to Fredericksburg. You got to stop there, support this guy. The interesting thing about it oh, thank you. is that the reaction from the public, the public supports you, except there are these people. I call them the COVID police or the mask Nazis or however you want to do it, that complained that you weren't complying. And to my reaction, I'd be like, well, why would they complain? They don't aren't forced to go there. So I don't know why they would complain to our government. Yeah, I, I had people coming from New York, Florida, Idaho. I mean, from everywhere. And I would just, and, and I'd meet them. And um, I mean, we had a line out the door from open to close when uh, when this first came out public. It was it was awesome to see the response from the community, and um, and it was awesome because I had no I had no idea which way it was going. I thought I was going under. I said, "Listen, I'm not sure what's going to happen." I told my wife, "I said I'm not sure what's going to happen, but this is something that we have to do. We have to stand up for what we believe in, and we got to let the chips fall where they may." And the day after it came out, I mean, we had a line out the door from open to close, and it, and, it, and it never stopped. And I had people coming from from everywhere. And I would ask them, are you just passing through? Have you heard about it? They said, nope. We came here just to visit this restaurant, just to shake your hand and thank you for what you're doing. And it, it, it blew me away. It blew me away because it showed me how many people had the same mindset as me. And it, and it proved to me that the term uh, silence, majority is absolutely true but we need to stop being silent we need to stand up and take the state back well, take the country back every one of those movements has a leader matt and you led and people followed and thank you for your leadership in this regard for the cause of freedom and liberty and god bless you and thank you for the stance that you take and i i tell you uh i'd like to come up there shake your hand and uh, buy you a beer from your own bar <laughs> thank you so well, i appreciate it well listen the fight's not over uh the Virginia uh, little brother of OSHA, it's called Virginia Occupational Safety and Health. They're coming after me now. They just fined me like 30 grand, and now they're trying to shut me down. So um, it's basically the federal government under the guise of the state government. So they're still coming after me. ABC, um, they just sent me a, a, a notice saying that my ABC license is revoked because I was operating without a health department license for some time, even though they gave me my health department license back uh, when they tapped out. Uh, but you know what? I'm standing up against all of them, man. You come on over to Gormouth, I'm still selling alcohol. I'm still selling beer. Gosh. I'm sure there's a, a Virginia ABC rep listening to this. And, 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 and guess what, man? I do not care. You come on up and, and, and come get me, man, because I'm serving alcohol. I know my rights. I know my constitutional rights. And you will never take them from me. So we're still fighting. It's going to be a long fight, but one thing they – they, uh, they will not do is bully me into, into giving up. I promise you that, buddy. How can people support you, Matt? I mean, I know those people listen to the show going, oh my gosh, I want to help this guy. How do they do that? I mean, they, like I said, the biggest thing that they could do if they're a business is do the same thing that I'm doing. I mean, it, that's the biggest way somebody could support me. Um, if they want to come into the restaurant and support us that way, that'd be awesome. Like I said, there's a huge legal battle still ahead of us, so if, uh, if you're not in the area and, and you just want to help out in some way, I do have a way to donate on our website. It's gourmelts.com. It's spelled G-O-U-R-M-E-L-T-Z.com. Um, throw a dollar in there if, uh, you know, if, if you can. It doesn't matter. But um, just coming by, grabbing a bite to eat, or if you're a business, standing up and doing the same thing I'm doing, that, um, that, would, that would help more than you know. 
You are the uh, the epitome of America. You are exactly what we need. Thank you for your stance. Thank you for the courage to do it. It is so hard to take those radical steps. It could change your family, and you're doing things that uh, yeah. most people would just never do. So thank you for doing that, Matt, and thanks for joining me here. Thank you, sir. You bet. Hey, I appreciate you having me on, sir. You bet. Gosh, no, no kidding. Thank you, sir. That's Matt Strickland. He's the owner of Gormelts. That's G-O-U. R-M-L, or M-E-L-T-Z.com, Gormelts in Fredericksburg, Virginia, Matt Strickland, the owner. And if Richard is here, he'd say, with passion, a truly great American. Gosh, what a great story. All right, in 60 seconds, uh, Cheshville County has 63,000 students and 200 have COVID. What's their reaction? The LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Standing against intolerable acts. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You take a lot of medications and pills. Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Just like Batman and Robin, your conservative, dynamic duo. Just no costumes and no utility belts normally. The Lee Brothers. There were uh, men in our past like Matt Strickland that took a risk. That put their names on a document called the Declaration of Independence, knowing it would mean the, essentially the end. They'd be hunted. They'd be attacked. They signed it knowing that that could happen. In fact, John Hancock made the biggest of signatures so that they wouldn't need spectacles to see it. Matt Strickland is in that mold. Matt Strickland, owner of Gourmelt's Restaurant in Fredericksburg, Virginia. It's not hard to find. In fact, it's right off I-95 when you're traveling. You can stop in there and support them and, of course, go to their website and help them. I have, uh, I, this has been my argument all along is that we've allowed this to happen and no one's standing up. You know, do restaurants need health inspectors and the ABC to approve them? See, many of you in America are going, yes. Many of you say, absolutely. Do you mean to tell me that you can't make your own decision on where you go based upon whatever information you want? Of course you can. They stayed open without a health license and without ABC license, and nobody died. I mean, this is an extremely courageous person. And quite frankly, we ought to fight the very idea 
of anybody in the role of health inspector or ABC or occupation health and whatever can go in and shut people down. It's, it is, the power of government is so awful. It brings me back to a point I was making last week on the show. Who are these enforcers? How does a health inspector sleep at night knowing that he's destroying a family and their business? I mean, who does this? This is the problem with so many in positions of power. Why would you enforce that? How do you, how do you in the health department sleep when you're trying to destroy lives? Who are you in the attorney general's office sleep when you're trying to destroy the life of Matt Strickland and his family who are just running a business? I mean, you can be lied to to make you think you're doing a moral thing when it's horribly immoral. The COVID thing has warped minds. There is not a single thing under the guides of COVID protection that the police, the enforcement, the government won't do to you and make it sound like it's for your own good. Show up on your doorstep, knock on your door. Where were you last night? And we applaud it. We're like, oh, yeah, it's because of COVID. We have given up so much of our freedom, and Matt Strickland said it's enough. COVID has caused people to go stupid is what it's done. In Chesterfield County, public schools reported 200 COVID cases since the start of school last week. That's the title of the article. Chesterfield Public Schools report 200 COVID cases since the start of school last week. On Wednesday afternoon, Chesterfield County surpassed 200 COVID cases among students and staff, according to the district's daily coronavirus dashboard. Of the 200 cases, the district's eighth day of school, 176 were among students, the remaining 28 split among staff. This made an entire six- or five-page article in the Richmond Times-Dispatch. What are you supposed to do with this information? You're supposed to panic. You're supposed to freak out. You're supposed to yank your kids out of school. You're supposed to demand more of this, demand government does this, instead of saying to yourself, can protect yourself. You're, you're in charge of you. Except there's one other thing here that's quite interesting, is that there are 63,000 students that go to Cheshire County Public Schools. I wonder, that wasn't really mentioned in this article. It was mentioned in another one, but 200 of 63,000? What happened to those 200 kids and staff? Where are they now? Are they in the hospital on ventilators dying? We don't have that exact information, but I'm pretty sure every single one of those 200 people who had COVID are recovering from it, and we'll be back in school in a week. One thing that's also not reported is the number of flu cases. What are the flu cases in Chesterfield County? Did we get a report on that? No, we have no idea the flu cases who kill, by the way, every year 60 to 100,000 people. We don't know what the flu cases are in Cheshire. How can that possibly be? Well, because we don't measure for the flu. And quite frankly, I don't think we have the systems to measure for it because the flu is essentially gone. Nobody gets the flu anymore. They get COVID. COVID ate the flu. So what happened to the flu? Does anyone ever ask these questions? How long are we going to measure COVID like this? You could say if the report was 200 people died from COVID in the first week, that would be a story. But that's not what's happening. This whole COVID thing has caused us to freak out over 
slightest things to where this is an article. I promise you, somebody picked this up and freaked out. 200 COVID cases the first week. Yeah, it's a virus. People are going to have it. But there's one other thing that's interesting here. Most of the elementary school kids were the ones affected. 104 were elementary schoolers. Now, wait a minute. Are you telling me that the elementary kids have this and they're spread? We can't can't vaccinate elementary. What are we going to do? You mean we could have the entire population, 12 and older, be vaccinated and still have COVID? Yes, exactly. Which is why COVID vaccine is not really a vaccine. It's like a flu shot. Helps you get through it. We know this now. We know people who have the vaccine can spread COVID. We know we can't vaccinate 12 and under. And I always wonder, what is that dividing line? Why is 11, you can't give the vaccination, but 12, you can't? What happens to the body between 11 and 12 to allow them to take the mRNA vaccination in their body and it's okay? Anyone wonder that? And by the way, if this is so dangerous, we better inoculate babies going forward. Every time a child is born, they ought to be vaccinated. If it's that critical, that deadly, that bad. And if you believe in the vaccination. My point is this. This isn't going away. And those COVID people, what do you expect? What's the end game? Do you expect really to have the first week of school to have zero sickness from a virus? Zero? Zero? What would make the news here? What, what would make the news? If there were three people who had COVID that week, should we care about that? Here's some good news for you. COVID-19 hospital admissions fell for the first time in the week across the United States. Hospital admissions of COVID-19 patients in the United States are declining for the first time since late June by a study by the United States Center for Disease Control and Prevention. In other words, the CDC. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. The LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Well, don't smoke anything unless you use the bourbon bowl. But anyway, the LeeBrothers.com. The Radio Revolution. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com, 420bourbonbowl.com, 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee Brothers. And that is a wrap of the radio program, and we are so glad you joined us. Make sure that uh, you check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. And if Richard is here, he'll tell you what kind of rap it is. Miss him greatly, as I hope for his return here 
next week. And, uh, of course, if uh, Facebook doesn't ban us like YouTube did, then uh, we'll find another avenue for you to check us out here. Uh, and, of course, find us more at mojo50.com, mojo50.com. I do want to end with something Chuck Schumer said this week about climate change. He was all bent out of shape about the rain. Listen to this. Global warming is upon us. When you get two record rainfalls in a week, it's not just coincidence. <laughs> no, of course not. It's not coincidence. It's because you're SUV. When you get all the changes that we have seen in weather, that's not a coincidence. Ha! Global warming is upon us. And it's, it's upon us. You should do something about it. Chuck Schumer, if America stopped every car, every plane, it would do nothing to the environment. America isn't the problem. We're not a planet. We're a country and a very small one, about less than 1% of the pollution. America's the greatest place on the planet for the planet. Why don't you go lecture China and these other companies? You're such, you're, you're a crazy man. Never seen this much rain. Really? We had 40 days and 40 nights of it. Noah built an ark. We've had more rain with no SUVs in the past. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, check us out. LeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com, and Mojo50.com, Mojo50.com. And again, if you prefer liberty to tyranny, if you prefer founding father principles over the cancel culture, help us make radio great again. Join us here again next week. And an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker is available it's a simple email, patriots at theleebrothers.com, patriots at theleebrothers.com. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so... God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.